Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is Tea for Two. This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the arts, and life in Singapore. Hi everyone, it's me, Joel, a player and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And welcome back to T42. It is our best friend podcast. Let me talk about whatever the family we want. Family I feel we have never earned an F word as much as today. Truly. I hope people understand. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're listening in, like, the year 2022, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Family. Totally. The word family has come to the party. She's now, wearing her Sunday best and she's just going around going she's like, like mm. She's Sunday best with a sun hat. She's mm, smoking. Smoking a cigarette. She's smoking. She goes, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do, what do you, you want, want from me? Family <laughs> is here to stay yes. and she's not fucking around. Yes, it does feel like it mm. has earned its place in one of the F words <laughs> the great f words yeah yeah goodness i gracious. think like you could actually today in this precise moment use family as a cuss word yeah and i'd be totally on wow, you it. family yeah in fact because of like the ministry of education's um continued oversight and censorship of this podcast i Hi, feel Esther. should we just use family as oh, a vulgar word it's such a good one and yeah. it's gifted to us from the government Correct I feel like <laughs> It feels like A kind of It like, feels so kosher It feels kosher <laughs> It feels like A kind of angelic dialysis <laughs> I'm very here for oh it I, I also think that it's like very characteristic <laughs> somehow of life in Singapore that like something, a concept as beautiful as family can mm. be used to hit people over the head. Correct, you know? correct. Yeah. Mm, it, feels, it feels right. It feels right. It feels right. It feels right wing if you ask me. <laughs> Oof. No, I say one. No, no I say one. Uh, no, no. Kishan, <laughs> Kishan needs to watch his politics I on this do, podcast. I do. I do need to yeah. watch myself. Kishan can't be seen to be having good politics on this mm, podcast. I can't know. be seen to be having any Anything. politics. Yeah. Kishan can, can, must have no personality. I'm basically grey. Yeah, you're yeah, grey. I'm grey. You're grey. Like, <laughs> like the percentage of people who voted in the survey, what they feel about gay marriage in 378, unsure. <laughs> unsure. Unsure. It's like... It's like God said in the Bible, right? Like, be either hot or cold. For if you are lukewarm, I shall spit you out of my mouth. And on that note, Joel, how are you? Mm, um, I mean, like, to our dear listeners and perhaps five foreign listeners who have not been reading the news, right? And maybe, Meow. like, um, listeners from 200 years in the future, right? Mm. Who are, like, uncovering this, some future archaeology, digital archaeology. We always say that, and I always wonder who. No. <laughs> There are In 200 years Going to be digital archaeologists Digging up this podcast Going what the fuck is happening And to them I'm saying In Singapore The Prime Minister Has announced The intention for The, the government's intention To repeal Section 377A Of the penal code ba, 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 And attendant to that That was the most aggressive ba, 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 That you've ever given correct. out Correct And attendant to that I'm feeling all sorts of ways. Oh, girl. Like, it's a mix of confused because, confused? like, a lot of the news that's coming out, I don't always understand, you know? It's true. It's and true. then, like, I'm angry for some mm. reason. I'm disappointed in others, but at the same time, I'm also just, like, at peace. Oh. Ah, and sometimes quite happy. It's good to know that there's yeah. some peace in there. And then, and then, as usual, I have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> so. 
Like that's just like the underpinning experience for me. <laughs> that's the Jotan experience. That's the Jotan experience. Yes. Um, TM. And TM. of course, we will dig into all of that. We will. Episode. And what we about will. you, Kishan? How do you I mean, feel? I, I feel. I feel all of that, but I feel like I have to say I feel that, but light. Oh yeah. <laughs> since since the announcement was made, like what last Sunday, mm, the twenty first of August. The twenty first of August. Which should, right. by the way, be a national holiday for the queers, right? It really. Mm. You know what? Wow. Yeah. We should work towards that. Any day of the week it happens, we will just party on that. That would be the yeah. next thing. Yeah, that's the next that's thing. That's the right? next thing yeah. that we work towards. Actually, it's not gay marriage. It's public holiday <laughs> for the queers. Because God knows we could use one. It's like fuck marriage. Just like can we get extra long weekend? Yeah. Please? Can, can I please but go only to Bali? For, only for self-identifying <laughs> queers. All the straights have to work. That's yeah. what we need to do. Yeah, correct. Party in Bali. See you there. Yes. <laughs> So now that like the repeal's been announced, all the dust has settled, all the news is pouring in in a way. Like, how do you actually feel about the whole thing? I'm thinking about how this affects my life. Mm. You know, as a gay man, mm. as a gay educator, as a mm. as a gay person in the civil service, how does this eventually materially affect me? Mm. And when I heard that three seven seven was repealed, when he first announced, it, I was like, oh, wonderful. Mm. You know, um, now what else? You know, how 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 is this going to be enacted? Mm. And then it quickly followed that, well. Everything else is going to be kind of the same. Yeah, they're going to hold the status quo. Yeah, right? they're going to hold yeah. the status quo. Uh, things in uh, how how gay people are viewed in media, in local media, in mm. in, in in film and television, in, in movies, um, in housing, all these sort of things, they don't change. So yeah. I, I I felt like okay, law. So you, you know what it feels like a bit to me It's what? like when you play video game, right? Like you're playing <laughs> an RPG, and then you think you've defeated the final boss, but then got one more, and then got one uh, more come so out. So it's like all this time it was like three seven seven A was like this big. Like right. boss battle, right? That actually right. after still got one more. It's called family. <laughs> it's like family. you know. It's like actually, hot. It's a bit of switch. Actually, hot. It was never three seven seven eight. That was the problem. It was never three seven seven eight. It was realistically holding I, back material change your life. It was always our subscription to yeah. traditional family values. No, this actually how I felt because like. You would think that, uh, or at least that's what I thought, with the mm. repeal of 377, all these trickle-down effects would suddenly just disappear. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, now we don't need to think about it. But these effects are still there. Yeah, I, I suppose I did too. And I think that accounts for a lot of my disappointment and irritation. Mm. But like, on, a, on reflecting on the past couple of days, I feel like, was it maybe a bit naive and politically naive and just naive in general to think that in one fell swoop, yeah. the Singapore government... Like so famed for taking cautious steps and pragmatic mm. decisions, was going to announce like was going to pull the curtain down on on like uh, state homophobia. And go cat 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 Singapore is now Southeast Asia's most gay country. Welcome, visa for your husband, visa for your wife. Get married. Yeah, this naivety was. I also did reflect like I'm just being naive, lah. I I I think what you said about. The speed of change and mm. me being impatient for the speed of change. Yeah. It, 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 that's the reason it's, for my being it, angsty it, it about is it. That, it. Is that I think it is that like, you know, as very worldly people, we, you know, with a sense for how quickly change has happened in other places. Yeah, and experiencing and experiencing that. Yeah, you know, it feels like the the slow drip of change here just feels infuriating yeah. and like it's so. I I I I want very desperately to feel. Like very like thrill about this, but mm. but at the same time, it's been hampered by all of this, I guess. And I I I think it's very important to note that obviously 
in a country like Singapore, we have to take these small victories as they come because they are indeed far and few in between. That's interesting. Yeah. Can I just say, so after the after the, the, the watch party, right, I had to leave early because I was going to meet dear friends mm. and, and uh, one of these dear friends, the family was in town mm. and they're from the UK, mm. you know, so, so their mum and dad and everything and, and, and uh, they, they're like 50 or 60 and, and so they've seen they've seen UK repeal and then give civil, yeah. civil, civil union and then marriage, they've right? They've seen section 28 right. and all that. Yeah. So, so when I, when I met them uh, at the cafe after that and then, and then uh, they asked me oh uh, how do you feel about it my first response was oh I'm actually quite angry mm. because um, be- because of all the caveats that followed right mm. and then um, he looked at me like my, my, my dear friend's father he looked at me and he said oh but change takes time yeah. and, 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 and we went through the same thing yeah. he said that to me and, and that really gave me at first I was, at first I was a bit irritated I was like Oh, this is mm, annoying. Mm, and it didn't escape me that they were from the UK. I was mm. like, oh, this is annoying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But for so many reasons. Correct, right? Right? It's like you are the one who introduced me. Correct, correct. So then, I, it was yeah. layers of emotions. Yeah. But there was a kernel of truth in that. It did take time even for them. It took time for a bunch of different countries. Why did we expect that it was going to take like an immediate effect? For Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Especially, as you said, we're so cautious, we're so pragmatic, we're really like chess, like very, very careful. Yeah, like, you know, even be- you know, even before the repeal, when all these rumours were swirling around, right, yeah. and I was like confessing why I felt really ambivalent about it, what I realised after a couple of days of thinking about it was that the reason I felt, the reason I felt so ambivalent is because I'm not sure that this, this that repeal, if, um, has come out of like a fundamental shift in the character of our government, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm not sure if it's come out of a fundamental shift in the way our society um, feels about like individual liberty or so you, about difference, really. So you're saying it's not so much like an on, uh, a change that comes out of like this honest feeling from yeah, the government. Yeah, it, it, it feels pure That's what you're saying. to me. And I'm a cynical person, maybe. Eh? Like, I just feel like it's very cold and calculated and strategic right and if you look at it through that lens it becomes very clear really that it is what I said la, that mm. on one hand let's try and scoop as many progressive votes as we can but let's also not lose you know and the and 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 the uh, the effort to not lose the conservative voter base is really basically to say guys it's fine we repealed the law you know it wasn't that bad right you know we pulled the bandage off you're fine we're still fine Singapore's still okay you know, we haven't like gone to the dogs. It's mm. fine. It's fine. Actually, that, to, yeah, to, that's to the gesture, isn't it? All these knockdown effects won't happen and they don't matter because at the end of the day, the most important thing is still family. We family. agree with you. We Correct. agree that the nuclear family is the most important thing. Is the like, organizing axiomatic yeah. uh, concept around which Singapore yeah. revolves, yeah. right? So yeah. I actually want to ask you, uh, when it first came out during the National Rally, we were all a bit like, oh my God, they're going to... Uh, Constitutionalize, I guess, marriage. Yeah. Right. And and everybody was a bit like, oh no, this is gonna make yeah, things a little bit more difficult. Yeah, because that will be a no, it will be a very dangerous precedent to yeah. set. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it turns out that they're not going to do that. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so, so they're definitely not going to put marriage uh, as is defined in the woman's charter in the constitution. No. This is must. This is what it must be. It's like it's unclear at this time what they're going to do. But I think it's the sense is that they're going to introduce some kind of wording or amendment into the constitution, which basically says that. Um, the, the parliament the, can yeah, define the it. The only parliament can yeah. make a move on but this. But this can yeah. be overturned with just a simple majority, not a super majority if it were in the constitution. 
Yes. Right? So this, uh, while this still makes it a bit difficult for it to be challenged, it's, it, I, I think it's, 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 it's a bit less jialat than if it were in the Constitution Oh, yeah, yeah, la. for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, so uh, when, it was, when it was first announced, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be in the Constitution. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, this, yeah, that was horrible. That was pretty catastrophic, That right? was yeah. catastrophic. But now I've tempered now, but now that they've actually clarified, I'm yeah. like, actually... Okay la, But then you know? equally you have to contend with Lawrence Wong at a press conference then going, Oh yeah, the PAP government under my watch will not will not right. move will not move on the on the centrality of the nuclear fam the traditional nuclear family. Right. And this very specific uh, view of marriage, right? Yeah. Um and family values basically. So basically saying don't you know like I'm the young punk coming in, but you don't have to worry. The PAP is gonna be the same PAP that you voted for. Yeah, if I come so, in, uh this is yeah, this is it. So in a way basically like you know, reassuring um, conservatives that um, it's, it's going to be fine. But I think the more sinister aspect of it is going, if you don't vote for us, if you don't keep us in this super majority, right. like, um, this we don't know what the other people are going to do. We don't know what people are going to do. This is at stake, which I think is a way to, you know, double down on, mm. on, that, on, that, on the loyalty of that voter base, which right. I read, you know, as a very sinister thing. Um, so it's it's really like tightening of control uh, in mm. a way, and it's actually if you think about it, like kind of elegant. Yeah, yeah. Like I agree, it's quite elegant. Alaganza, <laughs> oh my god! Alaganza, I mean, like not a loose thread no. in sight. Yeah, it's beautiful. The loom worked perfectly. I mean, it was, we have weaved yeah, a nice like, serape. It's like a very beautiful <laughs> mathematical proof, you know. Oh, wow. C can cry. C can cry. Nipples hard. <laughs> Nipples hot. Um, nipples hot. I mean, it's like that, law. Yeah. Okay. The whole thing is a political ploy, and like, I guess this is the disappointing part for me. You, you, right. you know, it's like, yeah, we get it. Singapore government's like that. They're like that. They're like that. They're like that. I just like, I was holding out hope that for one moment in our history, it could be about dignity and humanity. You know right. what I mean? I, I see like, where you're coming from. Yeah. This thing which has, and you know, this is, I guess, the thing that I'm wrestling with, and that makes me a bit emotional, is that this. It's, it's, this, it's this idea that this whole fight, right, has mm. only, it's only 15 years old. Because, like, if you trace it back to 2007, which was the first time Parliament debated it, and then, you know, there's this sense... And, you know, the way some people talk about it is like, oh, the fight, you know, we've been fighting for it for 15 years. No! No, 1930s. Yeah, well, 1930s, but then even in more recent memory, right, I'm thinking about all the horrible things that happened to people in the 80s and the 90s. 100%. Rates, yeah. you know, police entrapment. There's a lot of trauma behind this. Yeah, people, you know, people were, were like, you know, they were they were entrapped <laughs> they in, were entrapped, cruising, yeah. in cruising spots. You know, you don't really hear this no. being talked about very no. much, right? The idea that, you know, at Fort at Fort Road, you know, police would pretend to solicit for affection. And then when they were, t- the minute they were touched, right? These men would be like yeah, arrested. And them. then... Yeah, people lived in extreme fear because it, of this law. Not very long ago. In the, we were kids. Yeah, we You know, kids. in the 90s. And like, how do you account for that? Yeah, you, no, you, you can't. How you do can't. you account for that? And then how do you account also for like the way this government so actively stigmatized HIV AIDS? Mm. You know, and like, can't you think about all the unnecessary suffering and death that came at, yeah. a, at the hand of that, right? And you know, how how do you account for that? I mean, yeah, and, I, and 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 all of this tied to like that law, yeah. you know. And I I feel like that's 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 an aspect of this story that I'm not hearing enough about. The, is is the the fact that I and I don't know why is it because of the kind of like strategic elision of sex 
mm. from the whole conversation. You know, and you know, I, I feel a certain way about like framing the whole thing as a kind of love wins type thing. No, it's like mm. actually like the most oppressive use of this law for the longest time was grounded in sex. Yeah, sex one. I, I guess like what I'm I'm reaching for is a sense that this moment, this announcement of repeal needed to to bear that burden a little heavier okay I, on, I, on the government's side I don't know sometimes I find emotions like this way I'm not saying that they're not useful but in situations like this sometimes I feel that they eat at you like a cancer yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't know whether you're going to get it or not yeah. and high chance I'm sorry Lassies I'm going to say it High chance you're not gonna get, get anything what, get short what? of an apology. Sure. I, I don't think you're gonna. Was get there any- even an apology? No, 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 I, no. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, no, but I think the closest he got to the apology was the thing he said at the end, which is that I hope that the repeal of this law will bring some relief to gay Singaporeans. Yeah. and there was something about uh, that bound up in the word relief. I think no. that suggested an understanding there, of like you there, know. Was a, there was there yeah, was okay that, that's true. But I think where and maybe this is the optimist in me, but I think where it is useful to put our energies is then how do we help people who have been traumatised by this, the trauma that they feel. What can we do moving forward? How can the repeal of this law and the trickle-down effects now be addressed? You know, yeah. because because they, they, they're not being I, 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 they're not being addressed. I mean, education policy is going to remain the same. Mm. Film policy is going to remain the same. Housing is going to remain the same. We've said that. But so how can we then ensure that the people who have been so affected by this now uh, get to move it, on yeah, a move bit. on, to move on yeah. and, and, and we make sure that uh, new people coming, uh, no, uh, the, the young people that they're, they're, they're coming into this don't feel the same sort of um, aggression. You know, how, how, how can we do that? I think it's worth putting our efforts into that. I think that's where I think Pink Dot is putting its efforts next, you know, which is, which is lovely to hear. Yeah. I guess like, I have a melancholy disposition. And no so, and, and I guess it's hard to talk about these things in, I think when you're talking about things like trauma. Yeah intergenerational or otherwise mm. it's, it's hard to put a finger on it right like I will just I will always remember that when I was in JC I was mm. very active on the forums um, the online the, the, the gay, online gay forums one of them being SG Boy oh wow and I think before that it was called Trevi yeah 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 I mean some some of our listeners will remember this right so basically it was you know it was like a gay website and then like there were like forums where people could go and post and interact with other gays right and then like there were there was a section for schools Oh wow! Right. So every school, um, you could set up like a forum specifically for kids in that school. Specific to the school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So anyway, I I remember one day um, during an exam, uh, a, sc- uh, a national exam or whatever, uh, and there was an external invigilator from another school. Um, th- these teachers from other schools had come in to invigilate yeah, the exams, yeah. right? Yeah. And then there was this one male teacher um, during the exam who just kept um, walking past me. Um, and I just like I I could sense that he was particularly like, like looking at you, looking at me. Oh. And then that night, I received a private message on the forums. Oh my god! Where the context to this is that I'm very active on the forums. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I was out on the forums. Right? Okay. So I, I I you know, and I posted my pictures and everything. And then he sends me a message going like, "Be careful." What? It's not safe to be so out. <gasps> you know. Oh, that and, breaks my heart. And he was an older gentleman at the time. Like he would have been in his like. He would have been in his like mid thirties, early forties. Oh, sis. and I, I, I've never forgotten that interaction. How do you, how do you feel when you receive that? I was, I mean, at the time, I laughed it off because it was, you know, by the time we were coming up as young gays, right, it, like the idea of outness, we were all more comfortable being out, and Fair. and you know, 
uh, by that time, and even then, like not so much, right? And then like, I I just sort of found his his reticence and his, his caution, warning. his warning a bit like naff, archaic. a bit archaic, but but it's haunted me all these years, and oh, I, I I you know throughout this whole repeal thing, I've been thinking about that man and how like. It's, he, so obviously he was living under this incredible cloud of trauma and fear. Hundred percent. Obviously he lived through. I don't know. I don't know him, but obviously he lived through that period of time when gay men were treated like shit, right? Yeah. And were like brutalized by the state. Yeah. You know, yeah. he probably lost friends. You know, in some yeah. form or another. And I, I mean, again, I say, how do you account for that? And I guess what's interesting for me in all of this is that. Obviously, all queer people in this on this island, no matter you know how how comfortable we feel being out, live under this cloud of trauma, right? We've inherited it from our queer elders. One hundred percent. Yeah, it does not go away. Um, yeah. And even with the repeal. Yeah, it doesn't go away. You can't account for it. Mm. And you know, it, it's it's one thing to be all really kind of bright and cheery about it, but there is th- there is a debt of trauma. And a debt of violence that this government owes not just queers but lots of other people. You know, yeah. there, there are so many debts um, of there's so many apologies that they could they haven't even begun to start. Okay, I see what you to, yeah. to, to, to articulate. Mm. And I guess for me, I felt that there was an opportunity in this national moment to sort of name that in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, and, and, and to acknowledge just how destructive this law has been mm. and to acknowledge how many lives were destroyed by it um, and to, in some way, just be human about it and say, sorry, or yeah. it shouldn't have taken us this long. or But <sighs> instead, it becomes mired, doesn't it? The speech in these, like, legal, in legalese. It becomes mired in the in this like cold bureaucratic political game of balancing, um, um, balancing interests and anxieties yeah. and reassuring like the very people who continue to in their own way in their families in their homes brutalize emotionally brutalize queer people yeah. who do so on the internet and actually the reassurance went not to queer people. But to the people who oppose us having more rights. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, it, it felt in that moment like, oh, I'm so sorry, religious conservative people. We're taking this one thing away from you. I'm so sorry, but rest assured, everything will be fine. That mm. was the fundamental gesture of, this, of, of the moment for me. And right. it's infuriating. Which is why I'm so upset. upset okay. you know? But at the same time, we are being um, exhorted to be happy, which I am. Yeah, I was going to say, and to celebrate, darling. you know, the win as a win. Yeah, but it is checkered lah by all of these things. Sure, that our government will never name, you know. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Joella, do you want to get married or not? You know, that's a very profound question. But also mood lah in this country. <laughs> mood, yeah, it's mood in this question. It's mood. It's mood in this country. But do you? I'm, I'm curious. I'm generally do curious. I wanna do get, you want to get married? Do I, or do I see myself getting married? Let's assume that you, that you have a partner and we've been going good for years. Do you want to get married to cement whatever it is that your relationship needs to be cemented in? Well, okay, with my last boyfriend, like, there came a moment where I actually did think, oh, mm. yeah, I guess... You know, it'd be nice to... I thought I could marry him. Yeah? Yeah. Obviously, we didn't. 
yeah, yeah. Mm. Because he, he, yeah, obviously that never happened. But like, I, I, when when I when I thought about that, what I realized I wanted was a kind of like domesticity. Like what I enjoyed was having him around me all the time, and what I enjoyed was having him in my space. But marriage and, doesn't necessarily yeah, secure that. Yeah, yeah. But like the kernel of that emotion felt like it rhymed with marriage in a way. Mm. But I, I've never, I beyond that, I've never actually thought very seriously about it. And right. I actually have somewhat mixed feelings about, maybe mostly negative feelings about like marriage as an institution in general. Okay. Like the super left wing part of me is just like, why is it that? Like certain benefits and privileges are only afforded under the specific legal structure that is marriage. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, dot 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 dot. But that's that's my answer. Like I don't. I I I feel emotionally there's something about marriage that speaks to me, but I don't know that I need it structurally. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So it with my last relationship, I was with my partner for a very long time, as you know, and then we broke up. Right. I. We did talk about marriage and we I vacillated. Okay. So I I, I really wanted to at one point that I didn't want to and then I really wanted to. Uh you know, it's all it's all of that. It's all of that. I you sound, sound like, like a Celine Dion. Song. I sound like a bride. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I don't wanna yes I wanna. No, but 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 the reason I wanted to when I wanted to, right, was because of that. Like there was something very secure mm. about it. Mm. But I felt very dirty wanting it because it was predicated on this heteronormative understanding of what happiness is. Yes. Right? And I yes, think, yes, yes, and yes. think you've said this very eloquently once. You said the beauty about being a gay person is that you are able to break down these structures. Right. There, are other, there are other possibilities. Yeah, I'm misquoting yeah. you, but there are other possibilities of, yeah. of, 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 being, of finding happiness, of, of reimagining yeah, yeah, yeah. what unions can be, what yes. happiness can be. And, and I really, really took that to heart. Yeah, that is the heart yeah. of the queer project, right? That Absolutely. We, 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 queer agenda. The queer agenda is a reimagination of the things that have been told to us are like law yeah. and reality, exactly. right? Exactly. Queerness is a, reimagine, a yeah. reimagining, right? And, Absolutely. And you, so when you look at like a lot of modern day queerness, not even that modern, you see, you know, forms like romantic forms like polyamory. Yeah. You see romantic forms like um, chosen family living together as a household. You see all sorts of like possibilities, right? And marriage is a very, you know, and like the monogamous couple is a form um, it's not the only one. Yeah, I think historically, what you've witnessed in we've witnessed in the West is that when, like, marriage becomes a priority of the gay liber- of the queer liberation movement, and actually, it's more accurate to say the gay and lesbian liberation movement. Yeah, correct. When marriage becomes a priority of that movement, like, it tends to sideline other forms, right? Like, yeah. poly- it tends to sideline polyamory. It tends to sideline like this respectability politics. Yeah, respectability politics becomes like the main. Uh, yeah, the main driving force. The main driving force, yeah. right? And yeah. and it, it, it just silences everything that's weird mm. or hairy or icky or exactly. like, or kinky. Yeah. You know, and, and it becomes uh, it's very love wins, uh, love versus sex, you know? Correct. Yeah. Um so there's always that danger that lingers around the conversation around marriage equality, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess you're asking me that question because now it seems to be like it's the the repeal of 377A and all the attendant talk about like mm. when, how we're gonna think about marriage as a society has opened up the conversation about gay marriage in this country. Exactly, right? it's Which, suddenly come to the forefront in a way that it hadn't before, right? No, I, it actually on some level it's very surprising that this is. I feel that it's a huge leap. Yeah, you know, from here to from, from it, we went from like A to like yeah, Z from really it's, quickly. It's like. like 
from it's illegal to fuck to <laughs> marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is the sound. Yeah. Yeah, that is the sound. It's like so it's skip PSLE, skip O level. Because there's so yeah. many things in between that we need to deal with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so like seeing queer people as full human beings. Exactly. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. Let's start there. I, I think like if you look at, you know, um the rights movement in Singapore, like mm. marriage has not been a major priority and they've been quite careful to avoid it. But mm. it's definitely existed. It's, it's definitely you in, know, because in the aura. Because in Singapore there are Married gay couple. Yeah, it's just course. that they are not recognized by the law. Yeah. There are people who have married have elsewhere. Who, who have married elsewhere or mm. who have done like commitment ceremonies here and yes. who live as married people. Absolutely. So they are among us. Exactly. But there seems to be some sort of um pedestal putting like, like of, yeah, of marriage, yeah, like yeah, between yeah, a man yeah, and yeah. a woman in this yeah. country. A man and a woman, you said. Yeah, like, yeah, man and a woman. This yeah, the, yeah. The, we place it on a pedestal. We go like, this is this is the marriage that everyone needs of to course, be. This la, is the family formation. It's seen as like the engine of procreation. What? So like the difficult thing about like the nuclear family is that it's such a common sense sort of thing, right? Like it's because we all come. Many of us, most of us, the vast yeah. majority of us come from these nuclear families. So there's families. an innate understanding. There's an innate understanding and like, you know, we think that it's like the only version available. Yeah, and, of course. And you know, but actually like, I, in a way, like the very, very radical queer part of me fully yeah. opposes that as, you know, a normative form of organizing society. Because like, if you look at the yeah. way, like, like, like what has the nuclear family created, right? It's like mm. undue burdens on women in that in that in that system, yeah, right? It, like it historically, entrenched roles, lah. It entrenches roles, and historically, women have come out of that not looking very not not great. Like, yeah. It's like the burden of housework and childcare falls on the woman, and then we work very hard and to we, try and reverse yeah, those we work, or, or and equalize those and roles. I'm just thinking, like, if we just expanded the imagination of what a family could be in a very queer way, mm. you know, like why can't a family which has why can't a family include friends, for example? Mm. Why can't the, the, the legal definition of a family expand to include like queer people queer friends of, of, of the childbearing couple no. who want to help raise the kids and for whom the privileges of the privileges and benefits of marriage yeah. such as certain access to property certain yeah, yeah, access yeah. to all these things will extend don't need to, to go to friends you know, like queer siblings queer siblings why not queer yeah. siblings why can't, yeah. why can't we expand like you know so like, I think like inherent in the queer project and inherent you know I was talking earlier about like what it would mean to oppose the, the institution of marriage as the only sort of legal way in which we could extend certain mm. kinds of like privileges to people like if we expanded that role into thinking about like an entire community around which like you around which ch- uh, childcare could happen. Girl, right? it takes a village. It takes a village, and what yeah. if like that village? You so like right now, right? That village, it it, it it those villages exist in a way, in an informal way, right? Yeah. It's like the kind of love that we have for our children's friends, yeah, for example, the love that we have um, for for our siblings, for our siblings' children. children, right? But but those the privileges that are but those the privileges of marriage are bound up. Yeah. In those institutions, right? And yeah. they don't extend to us. No, as, the, the, there's know. a limited access to what to, to the privileges that we have. Yeah, la. exactly. Yeah. So you're looking to extend this? Th- I think that is the. That no, is, I think that's very, very interesting. Yeah, no, but that yeah. is exactly. It's like it's it's one thing to you know just ask for more rights, but then like, what what does it mean to you know as my friend Eugene Tan back at the bus would say, imagine new possibilities yeah. for 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 not just this country but everywhere, right? Like, why can't it be that people, you know, we 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 talk in queer circles a lot about. The idea of chosen family. Yeah, for we example, really do. Right? We it's really like, do. Yeah, it's like, wouldn't it be amazing if one day, like the people you elected to be your family, could mm. be could be understood as a household 
under the law. Oh, that's beautiful, and, actually. And, yeah. and that we could, you know, operate as any other family did. Could adopt children within that formation. That would be so nice. Could raise children in that formation if we wanted to, right? And then, uh, and then not have parenting or parenthood be purely understood as this biological thing. Oh, yeah. I right? agree. I, I think it'd be better for the environment. It'd be better for the economy. Mm. It'd be better for mental health. It'd yeah. be better for children. Yeah, it'd be better for women's rights. It'd be better for women. Girl, yeah. You know, it's like, but we, we foreclude those possibilities by insisting on, you know, the nuclear family yeah. as like the only way in which like our societies can organize. Like, what I don't understand is how, like, saying that because queer people have opened up the possibility for other romantic models or other family models, most of which are specific only to queer people and they're unnecessarily procreative in nature, but mm. like whatever, right? Mm. Like, I don't understand how that is... Takes away, takes away from... Yeah. Takes away from uh, people yeah. who... You know, it's like people who are going to marry and procreate are going to do so anyway. Yeah, whether or not gay people do it. Yeah. And yeah I also don't understand this. So, sis, what yeah. I'm seeing in this moment is this kind of bizarre kowtowing to, like, the nuclear oh. family and, like, this specific form of, like, whatever they call family values, right? And, right. like, it's very clear now that, oh, this is the thing that we must prioritize above everything else. Okay. And I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand how, for example, like, um, telling kids that uh, gay people exist in schools yeah. and that that uh, gay marriage is a form of like union that exists in the world and mm. that is valid yeah. is going to you know undermine in or any way or disrupt your family in model in a practical way so it, I right. really just don't understand it well I can explain to you actually yes so please do I, I troll a lot on the not troll troll is the wrong word but I, I actually you sc- lurk <laughs> I, I lurk and I scroll I don't I don't, co- I don't contribute on the we are against Bing dot uh, Facebook group mm. and many of them actually said that with the repeal of 377A, their children, okay, and, and, and I'm almost quoting, uh, their children will now be tempted to explore different sorts of sexuality and family models. And because they are tempted to explore, there is a potential that they will not procreate. Of course, I don't agree with this because this is jumping to all sorts of conclusions. Just because it's there doesn't mean someone is going to do it. Yeah. You know? Just because got a uh, strawberry flavor ice cream doesn't mean you're going to eat it. What? Correct. You know? Sure. <laughs> Maybe you eat a strawberry like, eh, why yeah. so sweat? Why so, why so sweat? sweat? I I I pre diabetes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to tell you, sis. We live in a country where the I, I, I guess the, the, the prevailing political party wants to make sure that every base is covered. And we talked about this. There is a reason behind this, it's because they function as politicians and they're very worried about votes they're yeah. very, they're fu- fundamentally that is that right and they yeah. want to make sure that everybody is sort of appeased but I think personally okay, personally I, I, I feel that if you're going to appease everyone you're not going to appease everybody yeah yeah. already you can see that Like, I mean the, the gays are not appeased that's for sure the queers no. are not appeased and then like, I actually think the it's extreme, interesting the extreme yeah. right wing is also not appeased yeah they're not appeased right? uh, there is nowhere in the world even even in, 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 in parts of the world which have progressed further than us on this issue right where people sit happily yeah. You know, there's, there's always going to be people who are upset. Yeah. So, there, there is... I, I don't know. It sounds rather bleak, but there's no happy yeah, ex- picture ex- exactly at the end of this. This is what I mean when I say... Whenever I go off about, like, the use... You know, the Singapore government's use of the term divisive to describe anything that is, mm. like, where people are pushing for more rights and more visibility, yeah. right? Yeah. 
um, divisiveness is a fundamental quality of you know um, the, of any rights movement, right? And of, of human any society, nature, exactly. Of diversity. And and yeah. whenever they say things like, "Oh, this is a divisive issue," and they describe Chi San as a divisive law, right? It's like, "Oh, this divisive issue, we must be very careful and measured about how we uh, how we deal with these things, lest yeah. we descend into culture war and cancer culture, right?" It's like, "Oh, actually, what I mean," and I said this before in an episode that we recorded a a a, a while ago. Um, we talk at length about the, culture the, wars, the, I think? The, the term culture wars and how it's used in Singapore, right? I think for me, like the fantasy of a society that is that doesn't have any divisive qualities in it is basically totalitarianism, lah. You know, or, or autocracy, like a you know a vision where like society is so tightly controlled that it's not having any disruptive conversations mm. is an autocratic society. Oh, it's not. It's actually not something to aspire to. Right. And again, it is all of this like murky language that the Singapore government likes to use to dress things up so mm. it, you know even in his speech he said things like we are a very harmonious multi- we are a very harmonious stable society and let's not do anything to disrupt that but if you really look at it like are we Hmm. Are we really a very harmonious society? No. Like, we are roiling with contradictions. We are roiling with conflict, as any society is. Every you know? time, every time, uh, I, I don't know, every time when a politician speaks in Singapore, right, and we talk about this, and you're right, it, it is the sentence structure, it's the language that is used, it's how we construct things, right? Hmm. I always cannot help but think about the East Coast Parkway Expressway. <laughs> it is the beauty of this majestic pruned expressway with wonderful trees that comes out straight from the airport so mm. people have this wonderful image mm. of Singapore mm. and it's done on purpose and we all know it's done on purpose because no other expressway in Singapore yeah. looks like that yeah. you know it's beautiful yeah. but the moment you stretch a little bit you go into Sime yep. <laughs> which is where you, you used, <laughs> to where live. used to live got construction eh. correct got construction correct yeah you go into Bedok ah, correct. yeah got something happening there ah, got and- Amokyo uh, and you go Pasiris Which uh, is what? a uh, Sand <laughs> Imported sand <laughs> Imported sand Imported sand Very bad juju It's like Actually No The myth that, I mean like Okay Relative to other countries mm. Like Singapore is harmonious In the sense That we don't see Like uh, We don't see um, Dissent And Disagreement Manifesting In Um Ways that they tend to in other places, such mm. as on the street, yeah, right. In in true popular revolt, cannot can, but that's because that's by design. Yeah, cannot. Right? It it's doesn't not mean, allowed. It doesn't mean that we are harmonious. It means that we are controlled. Mm. Right. So it's like it's just like I think we must be very careful about the way like our politicians use language is like right. you know the, the the primary lesson of George Orwell right yeah that, exactly yeah yeah. I, I I want to talk about something quite personal here and this is with regards to us being cancelled uh, oh as in and, this podcast being cancelled yeah canceled. this podcast cancelled yeah. because of, 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 of MOE finding it out right a lot of people came up to me and um, saying that wow you're very brave you know this idea of bravery mm. because I was I was sort of I, I was I was emailing back. I was I was trying to, to, to make a stand. I was like saying like, hey, I, I feel I feel some sort of way about this. I don't agree with, with what was happening. As in you were emailing the yeah, the MOE la. Yeah. Yeah. So the, feeling some sort the, of the, the MOE. The MOE. <laughs> yeah, I was I was emailing them and, and I was like saying I'm so, I'm feeling some sort of way about this and I, I don't agree with what's being done, blah blah blah. And now the podcast is back. So a lot of people 
kept saying, oh, you're very brave. You're very brave as a teacher to do this, this and that, this and that. The idea of bravery yeah, 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 yeah. actually really uh, nettled mm. me a bit mm. because the idea of bravery means that, means means to me that I should have been afraid. You know, mm. that there is this, there, this that, that there is sentiment of a natural understanding of why I should have been afraid. Mm. I think there is no reason mm. for me to be afraid of the government. Mm. If anything... I want to work with the government. I'm mm. very happy to work with the government. I want to be consultative. Mm. You know, I, I want to be consulted with. You know, mm. I, I, I want a conversation. Mm. I think sometimes, and, and because I don't have that conversation, sometimes what I feel is that the government, the, 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 the government of the day is afraid yeah. of me. Mm. You know? Because they don't want to have the conversation because they're very afraid to see where this might lead. Mm. So I, 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 and I get frustrated at that because mm. I, I feel like if we don't have, and, and I think this is where you are coming from about the idea of divisiveness, you yeah. know? If we don't have conversations, if we don't open up these conversations, then, exactly. then where and how are we going to ever talk about these things? Yeah. Yeah, because I, 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 I categorically, categorically state that I am not afraid I want to have conversations. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm nervous about language. Like, we must be careful of cancel culture. We mm. must be careful of culture wars. We must be careful of divisiveness. We must be careful of like how of of how we have discourse because these are tools to avoid conversation. Yeah. Precisely, right? And I want a government that is consultative. I want that. Mm. Yeah, I don't want a government that incites fear in me. No, that's that's not that's not how I, I want to see my government. Yeah. The, the the part of me that is cynical and jaded comes from basically it's a sort of like trauma response to the Singapore government. Right. In that like I i I think for me personally, I have no trust in this government okay. and its and its moral core. I don't. Right. I just seen what is done too much to ever take anything they do okay. on, on, on good faith. So oh. what does repeal then mean for me? Okay. Because like they've done something that is objectively good by getting rid Absolutely. of this law. We can't argue with that. Yeah. Albeit like fucking low-hanging fruit. Mm. Really low-hanging fruit. Fucking crumb. I have to agree with that. Fucking it is, it is low-hanging. Crumb of of a move, right? But nonetheless a virtuous one. Absolutely. If you think about it, right? What what does this open up for me? I guess the hope that the hope that like a future version of the PAP might not actually be a, a party that uses f- as a tool, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't use like um mm. as its primary way of doing anything. Yeah. So uh, there's a hope that like maybe uh, that you know that 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 could come into existence because like if you think about it. Like the repeal of 377A comes on the back of activists over several decades trying to have that conversation. Right. And, you know, w- regardless of how the government was finally pressured into doing that, and like, you know, that, that I don't even know where it came from. Was it MNCs complaining? Was it like, you know, who knows, right? right. Who knows how it was eventually persuaded? Like, we, we can't deny that it comes on the back of people just like forcing that conversation to play. Mm. So there's a part of me that wants to hold space for the hope that the PAP can change because I don't think they're going away no, anytime I don't think soon. So too. But then, you know, equally if you look at the past couple of years, like with the kinds of like strictures they've placed over speech, mm. over expression, mm. with the things they've done to Kirsten Hahn, to Jonathan mm. Wham, you know, to their to their reticence on the death penalty. Mm. You know, like I, I'm not sure. Yeah, that 
you know, the same government that I'm not sure that like 377A is a harbinger of like a more humane PAP. Sure. I, I fundamentally read it as like a political ploy. One oh, that I think, okay. uh, one that I think like activists will take advantage of in a strategic <laughs> way. So you got to play strategy with strategy. Yeah. We are playing chess with very deeply cynical people here. With the Russians. Uh, yeah, with... Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I have no faith. <laughs> I have no faith. <laughs> so every time uh, any sort of LGBTQ plus news comes out in Singapore, right? I uh, usually wait one day, you know, mm. just let it ferment. Mm. And then I will go onto this Facebook uh, comedy site called We Are Against Pink Dot in SG. Uh, I think it's called We Are Against Pink Dot in Singapore. Mm. Um, Why? Uh? Uh, <laughs> because it's hilarious mm. how people jump, jump at the news mm. and make so- all sorts of weird connections, right. you know, and it's... I don't know. I used to find it very triggering mm. and I used to get very angry. Now you just get a sort of like kinky pleasure out of it. Now right? I get yeah. like joy. Like, I won't kink shame. Joy. I get joy from it because it's so funny. We are against Pink Dot in Singapore is your kink and I respect that, Kishin. It truly is my so kink. So do you have some choice um, expressions for us for our delectation today? Do I? Do you? <laughs> do you? I'm so... My nipples are... Moderately hard. Ew, gross. My armpits are somewhat sweaty. Moist, uh? moist, moist, damp. <laughs> I'm just like, am I ready? And, oh, I guess like content warning. Homophobia. Homophobia, Bell. All right, all right. The first one, the first one, uh, mm. comes from Shakin not stirred. Oh my god, it's shaken not stirred. Shaken not stirred, girl. <laughs> shaken not stirred. Not even use real name lah. Okay, anyway. James Bond, James Bond. This person says, Now that the definition of marriage between a biological male and female will not be enshrined into the constitution, I fear the worst is yet to come. Now the power lies in parliament meaning they can change it as and when they want. Will marriage be on the agenda the next election? How long before we have mandatory diversity and sensitivity workshops at work? Pro-alphabet agenda and gender ideology studies in schools, making it an offence to question or criticise the alphabet mafia. Wow. Alphabet mafia. mafia. Or to misgender someone. This is happening in the West as we speak. Never trust politicians. They'll do anything to stay in power. Stay strong, my friends. Stay safe. Stay safe, Belle. Stay safe, Belle. You know, I think it's very, like, very strange. Other than this whole, like, strange hang-up about having diversity and sensitivity workshop, they say, like, oh, will will it now be an offence to question or criticise someone's gender? How often do you do that? Yeah. But also, you don't go out and voice out these things, right? I mean, even if you think these things, just think them to your head, lah. Yeah, no. It's because like you have to understand the psychology of these people, right? They really are like, so... They, they own so, the world. They, eh. they really own the world. And they are so secure in their, in their version of reality that they can't admit that anything else 
is true. They can't admit that they they think that just because oh. they are so secure in their gender and their sexuality right. that right. everyone else must experience gender wow. and sexuality, so must experience their bodies in the exact same way. And I think undergirding all of this is a sense of empathy and a sense of like yeah. just understand that there it's are like, differences around you. Yeah. And there is nothing wrong with being an empathetic human being. Correct. You don't agree, you don't agree. Yeah. Ah. What would it cost you, Shaken Not Stirred, if you're oh. listening to this podcast, which I highly doubt. Maybe what, gay, what, maybe what, gay. What would it cost you to, in your average interaction with a queer person, to not be a dick? What would Correct. it cost you? What would Correct. it cost you? Nothing. Yeah, what would it cost you to not make your queerphobic thoughts known to this person? Yeah. What would it cost you? So actually what you're champing at the bit for is the opportunity to when you're faced with a queer person to take unload all of your homophobic to abuse on this person. Down, yeah. So in fact, what does it say about you? Exactly. Yeah. Just because you have a slight discomfort with the fact that other people experience their gender in a different way than you. Yeah. So it's like actually this looks very bad on the way you were brought up. I agree. Who is your yeah. mother? <laughs> we need to talk. Who is your mama? Auntie to auntie. Yeah, uh, uh, Madam Nostert, can you please? Madam Nostert, can you please? Can you please teach your your your, your, your your child shaken? Your child uh, shaken. Your child shaken is problematic. <laughs> maybe needs to be stirred. Maybe, just maybe. <laughs> All right, next one comes from. Christopher Fay. Christopher Fay. Yeah. Any relation to Michael Fay? Maybe we'll find out. Mm. Uh, highly unlikely, I yeah. say first. Christopher Fay says, "I think LHL Lee Hsien Long mm. made a smart move. Mm. He repealed like never repealed like that. Mm. It will be far harder to challenge the definition of marriage in future. It will be harder to influence our children in future. If you want to repeal three seven seven A, here, take it." And then go back to your hole and do your private things as you claim you are doing. Move along now. <gasps> what wow, the high horse. The high <gasps> horse eh. Okay, I have two things to say. Yeah. First of all, actually, he's a bit on the money with this, isn't he? <laughs> they usually he are. He has la, actually, but he, in a very accurate way, described exactly what has been done which mm-hmm. is exactly as we've been discussing right which is like oh we repeal but everything else yeah, is the same to quote yeah. he repealed like never repealed like that yeah he repealed mm. like never repealed like that correct but then like what is this thing about go back to your hole yeah I don't understand does he, okay first of all does he think that queer people live in a hovel like, like holes yeah in holes or is he referring to the asshole I mean that would be one level up yeah I, I, I don't know I think there's some sort of wordplay here oh sure <laughs> Do you want to hold space for that? I will hold space for okay. the wordplay, but can I also just say yes. that this this site uh, is filled with people talking about holes. Eh. Is it? It's, <laughs> it's filled with people very... Like conceptual a- and physical. Anally fixated. Mm. More so, I think, than gay men. Which is saying something. La. Yeah, I mean, mm. like... Okay, not, I'm not going to lie, right? I... Would I entertain the possibility that your average cishet man is fascinated with the asshole? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Why is it? And this is me coming in purely as a hobbyist. Uncharted like, territory. Why, yeah, but also why is it that like in cis hat 
male culture, mm. there is such a preoccupation with anal sex with women. Yeah. No, like, that's a valid right? point. I think that there is something kind of like horny and transgressive there that they're yeah. kind of turned on by. And, yeah, and people yeah. are always kinked up by the transgressive. Yeah, yeah, right. And then they're kind of, I think like is on some level, and this is probably a case has been made for this, like on some level, their revulsion for gay male anal sex probably stems from a fascination with it. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, this... Girl, and yeah, like you know, if, made, if there are any homophobic cishet men out there who are listening, let me just tell you something. It huh? feels fucking amazing. Does it? Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, too. you can attest to that. Now <laughs> you don't have to pretend, Caleb. No, no, no. I don't need to pretend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like it's like more cishet men mm. should you know explore the possibilities of like the anal region, and then maybe they all just stop being so fucking homophobic. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's more cishet men need to explore, but if you if you find an aversion to it or a repulsion to it, no need to voice. Just use, your, just use your inside voice. Correct. You know, it's like some, some people don't like the smell of sambal blachan. Yes. Yeah, no need to say. But just do we quiet. go to the parliament and say, can we ban <laughs> sambal, sambal blachan? blachan? No, we no don't. What? We do not just do that. Just don't do that. Other and people do. Let's leave them alone. Yeah. But actually, right, in this instance, I think, right, you don't find it as perverse as you say. Oh, just saying That's just your saying. lukewarm take huh? mm, That's my lukewarm mm, take Yeah. Mm. Thanks sis This is by Mr. Mm. Mr. Go Ming Seng Oh Go Ming Seng What a glorious name leh mm, Go Ming mm. Seng Bell Very uh, ca- Can be like MP kind Give, It's giving It's giving 80s writer Of short stories Oh it's giving whiffs Of SMC mm. uh, G- <laughs> yeah, GRC Yes Okay So anyway Mr. Go Ming Seng Says This one is quite a Quite a hefty post huh? mm. Look at what the PAP has done. Now people start to say gay sex is normal. Thus, why they couldn't promote it. Don't understand. I don't understand that. Gay sex is never normal, but rather an exception to those small percentage of people who are born with such inclinations. We shouldn't allow it to be promoted as normal, as a lifestyle which one could choose to commit. I can empathise with those who are born with such inclination and would even agree that we should not criminalise it although it is not normal or permissible in my religious belief. But I could not accept the attempt to promote and normalise it as a lifestyle choice. Huh? (laughs) LGBTQ should keep their own inborn sexual inclination which is an exception to themselves in their private bedrooms instead of promoting it to others. Especially the young impressionable children. PAP has lost the plot totally. It is not just merely about defining family construct, but rather the promotion of LGBTQ lifestyle to the public that is crucial to the harmony and sustainability of this nation. Homophobia bell. This fella is quite the 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 commenter. Quite, quite this, the commenter on this comedy oh, is site. She a regular contributor. She is a regular contributor. She is she she's is, a beloved act. She is top clown. She's top clown. <laughs> First of all, I want to say yes. For me, right, what does promoting homosexuality look like? Promoting Co- homosexuality I also want to know. would look like this for me. You know, in NTUC, <laughs> where the auntie try to promote. The like, new chicken wing. Come try this soto ball. Soto ball F fry. Then she'll F fry there for you. Yeah. Then she will like put toothpick in each one. Girl, uh, we need to do this. Yeah. Like we should actually actively go and promote, right? We go and stand at Tampanese Mall tomorrow. No, tomorrow no, we go to Tampanese Mall. No, Tampanese uh, Mall. We just surreptitiously go into one cold storage, right? We just set up shop. Ah, uh, correct. 
<laughs> no, no, now 3773A repeat already. We don't need to be surreptitious about oh, it. We can true. just brazenly go Brazen. to cold storage. Yeah. Ah, cold storage makes more sense. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Shake Xiong! We go to Shake Xiong tomorrow and of then we just course. stand there and go like, Hi, would you like to hear about the homosexual <laughs> lifestyle? Would you like to join the homosexual lifestyle? Correct. Would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior Lady Gaga? <laughs> Would you like to hear? Would you like to hear? We you know who does that? Mm, I don't not, know. I don't not know. the gays. I don't know. Not the gays. Not the gays. The gays don't do this. The gays don't actually promote our lifestyle. There is no, there is no active uh, promotion of a gay lifestyle. No. I don't know why people think this. No. What do you think we do? We go and recruit. Uh. So for them, for these people, right? Like even saying that it is something that is not that you shouldn't throw stones at equals promoting because for Wala. them right for them right the reality is right they 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 have such a they would rather we abnegate ourselves to total invisibility do you know what I mean? They yeah. want they want to go back to the good old days when the only way gay men could get their rocks off was to skulk away in the darkness and go and like absolutely you know, to to and hide away in like you know total invisibility total pariahs that's what yeah. they want that's they really what want they want that. They really want anything that. short of that is Active promotion. <laughs> existing. Existing is, is active, active promotion. promotion. How can that be allowed? Yeah. This is how <laughs> can it be allowed? Yeah. It's, it's, it it so, blows my you mind. Know, it's something that you said to me on WhatsApp, right, after the repeal, which is that the only way to make this good for us, right, is to double down and be even more gay. I, I actually We really should just be even more fucking gay. No, I, I really believe yeah. that. I, I I think one of the fears, like when I read this comedy side, right, is that one of the fears is like, oh no, the gay people are now going to find it like uh, okay to now hold hands in public mm. and to show their affections in public and to uh, live. I go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Even with 377A, uh, even if it were on the books, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I'm not making it uncomfortable for me. You now have to deal with it mm. because this is this is okay. Mm. There's nothing wrong with this. So I really believe mm. that a way forward is to actually show people mm. what being gay is like. Yes. Because being gay is not all about holes. No. <laughs> it's it not. It's yeah, not. It's holding Sometime. hands. Sometimes it is, sure. Yeah. But it's about holding hands in public. It's about affection with your partner. It's 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 a it's more than just it's that. It's about being a human being. It's about being a human being. Sometimes it's about reading books. So <laughs> Sometimes it's about listening to specific genres of music. Sometimes it's going for beauty in a hot pot. Ah, huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not eating meat. Sometimes it's block catching. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's owning specific kinds of dogs. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to Bagawan Solo. Ah. Huh? Sometimes it's about <laughs> drinking your gin and tonic very strong. Sometimes it's going to the apple shop. Sometimes it's you drink your coffee black. Sometimes you drink your coffee with oat milk. And sometimes it's about going to the gym. Ah. <laughs> sometimes it's about making a podcast with your best friend. Correct. <laughs> Homosexuality! You know, we talked a lot about this repeal and how we feel, right? I think at the end of the day, we must remember, Joel. We Mm. must remember, you and I especially. Why you and I especially? Because we are bitter betties. You you more so, you are flavor 2.0. Am I the better bitter betty? You are the better... (laughs) You are the better bitter betty. Yeah, we must remember as bitter betties that this is something this is a, a step forward in of the course, right direction of course and on some level we must find some joy in this sure yeah I, because I, I have to remind myself about uh, 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 on this issue you know yeah, I have to yeah. remind myself to be happy that this didn't exist last week eh you know yeah. and we are living in yeah, yeah. a very uh, in a turning point in history yes you know 
um, when I used to be a sociopolitical blogger back in my teens, <laughs> um, someone, uh, like this other blogger who I respected very much, once said to me, Joel, I think you've got to be very careful that uh, of not becoming cynical. Because <laughs> if, if you become cynical, you'll be no better than them. <gasps> and you know Ooh. what? Yeah. So in, 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 in the light of that, yes. It's the yeah I I have you know as I said earlier in the episode I have no well of deep faith yeah or good faith in in this in the, in the PAP government sure, but sure. the fact that they've done this suggests to me that there might be brighter days ahead and you're right today is better than last last week, last week. 100%. Right? And there is some joy to be had from this. And most importantly, I think it is on the backs of the work of these tireless activists, many of 100%. whom I'm so privileged to call my friends. friends yeah. And who I've seen, you know, work at this um, against hope. You know, I think like one of the talking points that's going around is that like many people, especially in the activist movement, they didn't think that it would happen in our lifetimes. You know what? I yeah. did not think. I remember we had yes. conversations at university where yeah. we didn't think this would happen in our lifetime. Yeah. You know, and then wow. And here it is, and it's remarkable and amazing. Amazing. And, and also raises questions about how we got here. But you know, but let's put those questions aside for now. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And not just the activists who, you know, are associated with the more recent activist movements, but the right? activists who were active in the nineties and two oh, thousands. Absolutely, yeah. You know, who came who came before who, us. Who who were like, you know, yeah. in those darkest days already like agitating like uh and and, and, and changing minds, right? Yeah. And on who on whose work like the later, later, later movements uh, built, right? Yeah, absolutely. And also, like, to acknowledge, like, the deep suffering of the people who were going through a time when 377A was actively enforced. Yeah. 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 To these people, I just want to say thank you. Thank you yeah. for doing everything that you did. It's, so it's amazing. I mean, it's like, activism is not a joke or a walk in the park no, or a song and dance easy, in this man. country is yeah. it yeah it's incredibly here, difficult here we are all we do is just sit here every week and talk shit we really do and drink gin yeah three drinks you in know, by the way what right do we have to be bitter about anything when like the folks who are out there fighting the real fight are just like actually shedding real tears of joy 100% right yeah but it's also worth reminding ourselves that now that 377A is repealed the government's mm. made it very clear that there will be no movement on other fronts no that we have to fight and push hard against those fronts yes. right but it's all because Singapore still holds everything to the highest standards of the traditional nuclear family so, I mean, it's just like, I think we are moving from the 377A era into a new era, which I'm just going to call a cult of fertility. Wow. Singapore is a cult of fertility. Uh, let's play the cult bell. Fertility bell. Oh, fertility bell. Sorry, sorry. All of us bell. must kowtow to the procreative impulse. <laughs> All of us must play our part to raise other people's children. Can. To provide a wholesome and holistic environment for the raising of young ones. We're we're here to be, you know, support yeah. child raising. Nurturers. Yeah, Nurturers. I'm here every year writing family musicals to entertain the kids. Song and dance. Song and dance. You know, I'm just like living for it. I love this vision of Singapore as a cow fertility. Well done. So I'm just gonna end off this episode of T for Two by ringing my fertility bell. And yes. like, you can't see now, but I'm doing a little fertility dance. Same, same. I'm swaying. Oh, yes. have all the children. Yes. Raise all your children <laughs> in peace. Oh, grow strong, little children, and go in power. Yes. 
This has been Joel signing off. And this is Kishan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.